How's it going, everybody? So it's uh, Monday morning. It's the morning of the 21st. Um, it's almost 5 o'clock in the morning. Celebrated my uh, sibling-in-law's birthday and my brother-in-law's birthday yesterday. So that's why I didn't make any podcasts or really do much yesterday because I was spending time with the, the fam. And uh, then I crashed. After everybody went home, I I just, I, I crashed. I missed the Elton John concert last night. I, 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 I missed a lot of things that I wanted to watch. But, um, but because of going to bed, way earlier than I normally do. My body is up way earlier than I normally would be. Um, I just couldn't go back to sleep. You know, I woke up. I had to use the restroom. So I did that, came back, tried to lay back down, and my body was just like, nope, we're good. (laughs) We're good now. We're good on the whole sleep thing. So I was like, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, But I pulled up YouTube... And holy shit, gotta talk about this news. Gotta talk about it. All right, guys. So uh, let's let's get into it. It's obviously from the title. You know what we're talking about? Big news. Big, huge Disney news came out last night saying Bob Chapek has been fired as the CEO of Disney and Iger is back. Um, I haven't read any articles. I'm waiting for some of my movie people on YouTube that I like to watch talk about it uh, because I want to hear their thoughts because they know more about the business than I do. I mean, obviously, for paying attention to the film industry and paying attention to Disney over the years, you know, you gather certain bits of information and, and, and you know certain things, but I really want to hear insights from other people. Um, and I want to hear it from them instead of going straight to the article, you know. Um, sometimes I do that, but, you know, some, some sometimes I don't. Um, but um, I, I, I just, when I saw that when, you know, just a few minutes ago, when I was looking through YouTube, I'm like, well... <laughs> I gotta talk about this, because I have, I have lo- lots of thoughts, lots of thoughts on this. Um, look, I think, as far as Disney CEOs, I think Eisner and Chapek are both tied as the worst. Um, I could, I could see argument for both of them, you know, during the pandemic. I watched a lot of Disney documentaries, and then once Disney Plus was out, I well, I guess was Disney. I guess Disney Plus was out during during the pandemic. Um, you know, I, I watched a lot of different things about the company and the history, both on Disney Plus once that was a thing, but also, um, you know, also on YouTube and, and, and different things and. You know, everybody has their different opinions and everybody has their different feelings on 
Disney through the years, but I honestly think, and don't get me wrong, and it's weird to say Eisner was the worst because there was some great Disney fare that came out during his role of Disney, and so it's weird to say that he is one of the worst when a lot of good things came out. But, you know, he wasn't really there for long, and he kind of wrecked the company, and it wasn't until Iger came in that the company really got back on his feet and then Iger has been there ever since a few years ago when JPEG took over so I still think Eisner is the worst um, in a lot of ways but it is hard to not call JPEG the worst knowing where the company was when Iger left because Disney was on top of the hill make no mistake you know Disney wasn't making all the right decisions I don't agree with every single decision that Iger made as CEO, but by and large, I would say between somewhere, we'll say 75% of the time, I felt like he made the right calls. Only about 25% of the time was like, uh, and I'm talking about all across the board, like, like company decisions as well as creative choices, like what movies are being made and, you know, things like that. Um... But seeing what JPEG has done to this company, you know, and, and, and keep in mind, take all of this with a grain of salt, too. I mean, there is a point where Disney could be in trouble, but I I think if JPEG hadn't been fired, I think we would still be five, six years away before Disney truly being in trouble, if that were to ever happen, you know? So... Disney is still good. Disney is still... They're not on top of the hill. But they're they are pretty high climbing up the hill, as it were. If we're sticking with that analogy. Um, but there's no denying that when Chapek took over the company, Iger had left the company king of the mountain. King, king of the mountain. And they're just... They're not that anymore, you know? Um, um, and, you know, I've been pretty vocal on, on my podcast about talking about how I feel about decisions JPEG has made. And, uh, the first thing that needs to get changed is it needs to go back to the creatives being in control, not the, not the money people, not the business people, because they don't know what works and it proves it. You know, you can have all of the... Here's the thing about creativity. And you can say this about creativity in any in any dynamic. Whether it's making business decisions. Whether it's, um, you know, um, how, how an audience is going to perceive it. Uh, yada, 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 all down the list. You can say this. There will always be this part of creativity that will never make sense. You know, you at, at some point when it comes to certain things, you have to trust your gut when it comes to creativity. You know, um, I mean, look, let's let's look at let's look at things in a bottle before we before I really go in about JPEG in this situation specifically, let's. Let's really set the stage. I mean, let's think about this, right? 
Well, let's look at something like Toy Story. Like when Toy Sto- the original Toy Story was made back in the day. At the time, you know, Pixar was really the main studio playing around with, you know, 3D animated shorts. Nobody was even thinking about trying to do, you know, feature length films from a business point of view. You know, which I understand Pixar at that time was not owned by Disney. Pixar was their own thing, mostly. But, you know, it wasn't too long after that. Indeed, they they, they were bought by Disney, you know, and actually were brought into the Disney fold. I mean, I feel like from the beginning, they always worked with Disney, you know, but um, it, th- that whole thing is still weird to me how that works it's like so it's disney but it's not disney but it is but it isn't it's like okay sure whatever you know it's like the partners they do think it's like um but it's cool you know pixar is a part of disney now and has been for a while so um but you know back then nobody had done anything like toy story whether you like to call it this or not because we understand how much money and how successful it was now it was a risk putting your money behind something like toy story was a risk because you can understand the creativity behind it and you can understand that you're pretty sure you know this will be incredible but there's no way to know that you know and so if you only go where the money goes if you only go with the things that make sense financially and the thing and and with charts and numbers and things like that and don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with charts and numbers and paying attention to that kind of thing because I think you need both you know Like, at a certain point, no matter how much we as the audience like certain things, you know, um, if it's not making money and if it's not a good business endeavor, well, then, yeah, Disney has every right to be like, well, we got to cut that. We got to cut that tie, you know? It's like, you know, um, and so here, you know, and so that's just the thing, you know? It's like the creatives need to be in charge. It needs to be the creatives are a little bit higher up than the money people and the and the and the the for lack of a better term the business people the people that are keeping track of the numbers and everything but i still do think that the people the business people should have some say but at the end of the day the creatives need to be in control because by nature disney if you are a, a company that is in the theme park business the movie and tv business the music industry by nature yes you are a business but you are a creative thing first and so if you abandon all of that that is a major red flag you know and i told this to so many people like from the very beginning of jpeg like taken over and so many people that i watched on youtube said this too for me that was the number one red flag it's taking the creative people out of control and putting the business people first in what fucking universe does that make goddamn sense? It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. You know? Um, and the crazy thing is, like, supposedly, for a while, Iger was training Chapek to be his successor. And so Chapek would have known all of this. Chapek, like, you know, like, you know, and here's the, here's the thing. A good apprentice and a good successor will understand that they can still stand on their own two feet, but still carry on the legacy 
of the of their their mentor and the person that came before but so many people get in their head and it becomes a pride thing and they go i have to make this my own i have to make this mine i have to put my stamp on this company when in reality if chapek had just carried the torch from where Iger left it to him chapek's legacy by the time he would have left the company at some point would have been your legacy was continuing the strength of Disney. Your legacy was doing what no other CEO in Disney has done before, which was carry the torch from Iger and keep this ball rolling and show that Disney is one of the kings of the entertainment industry, if not the king of the entertainment industry. And instead, you came in with your little dick energy and you started fucking around with everything to the point where now... Your ass is fired. Good job. Good job. It's ridiculous. You know, and it's it's like... And the thing is, and this whole time, like, look. To echo something I've heard, you know, John Campia say on, on his show many times. Like, look, I might not like Chapek. I don't agree with the decisions he's made. But look, I am rooting... Or Chapek. This whole time he's been saying, I was like, I want you to succeed. Because if you succeed, the company succeeds. And if the company succeeds and there's good shit coming out, then we as an audience are happy. And we're, we enjoy, you know, what you're putting out. I want you to do good. Even though right now, I'm not really sure about the things you're doing. Look, I, I want the things that you're doing to work. But as somebody who has paid attention to the industry, as somebody who has paid attention to your own company, just that alone, forget forget Fox, forget Universal, forget Paramount, forget all of these other companies. I've just paid attention to your company through the years. And I understand what has worked for you and what hasn't worked for you. It's a pretty easy formula. You know, it's not a 100% easy formula, but it's a pretty easy formula to understand. You know, and it's like, you know, and look, I and, and, and I will even say to a certain extent, I can almost understand why Chapek tried to do things he did. They say, look, let's try to shake things up for Disney. Let's try something new. Right. Let's try to be more innovative. Let's try to do all these different things. But it's like you don't have to take the creatives out of control to do all that. Just tell the creatives, hey, I want to try something new. All right. So for these first two or three years let's let's really try to go outside of our comfort zone and try to do some things that we in years past we wouldn't have normally done you know and look and if any part of the creative department was not on board with that well then fire them and get new people on you're the head of the company if you think you know what's best do that but you don't completely shake up the company by taking the creatives out of control you just don't do that. And that was red flag number one. And that echoed all throughout the company. Disney Plus, while, you know, that started under Iger and was such a great idea, Chapek just completely tossed it into the ground. We don't need all of these, you know, Disney remakes. You know, we don't need all of these underwhelming fanfare that they make for Disney Plus. If you are going to make Disney content, make sure it is of the highest fucking quality. 
Don't just have ass shit because it happens to be for a streaming service or for TV, right? You know, there's a reason why Disney straight to DVD shit stopped for a bit, right? Because it got bad. Cinderella 3, anyone? The third Little Mermaid straight to video thing, you know? Lady and the Tramp 2, you know? And look, I'm sure some of those movies, there are people out there that enjoy them. Not me. I'll give them some of them. Like, I love Lion King 2. I really like Lion King 1 and a half. Hilarious. I really like the Aladdin sequels. I love Return of Jafar. And I adore King King of Thieves. But I, I've said this for years. Outside of the Lion King straight to DVD stuff and the Aladdin straight to DVD stuff, I don't... I didn't like any of that stuff, you know? And it wasn't because the animation was not as good, which it wasn't as good, but that didn't bother me. I understood, hey, it's a cheap, it's, it's, I mean, and this isn't to denigrate on anybody's hard work, but I just call, let's just call a spade a spade. There is more work that is put into something that is being made theatrical versus straight to DVD. Doesn't mean the artwork is bad. It just means... It's not as good. There's a difference, you know? And, you know, I was okay with that. You know, even as a kid, I understood that. You know? But, you know, there's a reason why all of these things stopped. You know? But that's kind of how I view so much of this shit that has dropped on Disney+. Plus. Like, I don't even watch a quarter of the shit that they dropped to Disney+. Plus. Because it's just garbage to me. It, it just is. You know? And, you know, it's like... I'm really excited for Willow to come out. You know, the next little bit. I'm super excited for, you know, most of the Star Wars stuff that is coming. But in terms of, like... You know, and I'm excited for some of the Marvel stuff that's going to come out too, but... Just the straight Disney stuff? Nah. Now, I haven't watched the second season of Mighty Ducks Game Changers yet. And I, I loved season one. I thought that was adorable. Really made me fall in love with the Mighty Ducks stuff all over again. But, you know, I haven't watched it. You know, I haven't watched it yet. You know, there's just, there's just this part of me that's like, I don't know. You know, like the straight Disney stuff just hasn't been great so i don't want to waste my time watching it when there is plenty of other stuff on other places that i do want to watch like hbo max and hulu and you know and netflix so so to get back to chapek specifically it's like look i was rooting for the guy i really was like you know I, I stayed true to my morals and the kind of person that I want to be. Yeah, on one side of my mouth, I was going, God, I hate everything that this guy is doing. I want him gone. This is These are my personal feelings. But I also fully understood that, hey, he's the guy in charge. And if I love Disney, I, I need to be rooting for his success. Because I want the company to do well. And I want Disney to keep making great entertainment. So I was rooting for the guy, you know? I really was. But, all of that being said, I could not be a happier Disney fan. 
I could not be a happier Disney fan. To see this guy gone. Bye. What was your legacy now, Mr. Chapek? Ruining Disney. Ruining Disney. You you were so prideful and arrogant and self-centered enough that now your name is right beside Eisner as one of the worst Disney CEOs that we've had. Was it, you know, I've been saying Eisner this whole time. Am I forgetting somebody? Part of my brain is going, was it Eisner that wrecked the company? For some reason, my brain just said, I think there was another guy. Maybe I'm thinking of the other guy. So just in case I am thinking of another guy that I'm forgetting the name of, I'm just going to throw that out there. So I apologize, Mr. Eisner, if you're not the person I'm thinking of. But, um, but yeah, my brain just did that. So I just want to throw that out there. Um, but yeah, you know, like, because let's be honest, Disney has had like four or five CEOs, I think. The only names I remember are Eisner, Iger, and Chapek for obvious reasons. So, you know, um, I don't even remember the name of anybody else. So, I mean, other than, I guess, Walt Disney, of course, way, way, way back in the day. But, um, but yeah, so, um, but yeah, but you know, look at his legacy now. His legacy is ruining Disney. And this is a shame. Because you live in a day and age where I wouldn't want that for any CEO of Disney. Disney is such a creative and wholesome company, you know? And it doesn't mean that I agree with everything that Disney does as a company. But I do feel that the majority of the people that work at Disney... Even though they fall short a lot of the time, they try to put good back in the world and they try to be a good company, you know? And I just, I think that was the part that I missed the most while Chapek was there, was I didn't get this sense that you cared about putting good back into the world. It was just, you became like every other fucking business out there. It's just... Here's shit. Buy it. Watch it. Consume it. And it's like, yeah, okay. And look, that's not... And let's call a spade a spade. It's not like that's what we were doing under Iger. But the difference is Iger. Like, in the era of Iger, you felt like your soul was being rejuvenated. You felt alive, you know? You felt like you were having fun. And, like, the inner child in you, would, like, came out to play and have fun, you know? I didn't, I didn't get that, you know? I, I really didn't get that under JPEG, you know? Um, so, all that to say, Ding Dong, the witch is dead, the witch is dead, the wicked witch, the witch is dead. And I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't be happier. Um, I hope whoever they choose as the new successor when Iger leaves again, they will really make sure some contentions are in place if you if you catch my drift. Because we can't do this again. Please. Nor can Daddy Iger always come back to fix things. Like, at a certain point, 
poor Brosif needs to be able to retire. Okay? <laughs> At some point, dude has to be like, okay, I'm done. If you run this company into the ground, that is on you, my friend. It's like, I'm out. Um, but I'm glad that he's stepping back in to ride the horse. I hope he's going to stay on. Again, because I haven't read any articles or anything. I hope he's at least going to stay on for another five or six years. Once, let's see, it's 2022. Well, let's say it's 2023. Let's, because we'll, we'll be at the new year and just, just a month, a month and a half, just a month and a week or so. So let's say 2023, uh, by 2028, we'll say, I hope they're at a place where they can put somebody else in charge. Or we'll say 2030. You know what? Let's just, let's just add a couple more years. Let's say, let's say seven years. And then, you know, let's say by 2030, hopefully we'll have somebody else in that can really take over the company. You know? Because I was really happy for Iger. Again, I didn't agree with all the decisions that he made. Um, and I think we could definitely say the worst decision of his career is picking JPEG as his successor. That's your worst decision, Mr. Iger. Um, but not your fault. It's not your fault. But, you know, you do have to take responsibility, unfortunately. Um, but I, I really do hope the guy at some point can just walk away from Disney. And, you know, I hope that the thing that separates from him and Disney is not his passing. I hope he's able to, you know enjoy himself because I think he's earned it after all the different businesses and, and things that he's done in his life you know um but man I'm I'm just so happy right now that's that's the only thing that I can really come back to is I can't believe this is reality I I, I can't believe I can't believe this so thanks for listening what do you guys think of this news and I will see you guys on the next podcast peace out <laughs>